today on Transforming Lives. Believe God and trust God that God wants us to stand and to believe him and to act on his promises. Amen. God wants us. In, in, in John chapter 14, Jesus said, he said, Most assuredly I said unto you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, ye shall do also. And greater works than these shall ye do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, I will do it. What is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying as believers. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. God wants us as believers to bring relief to people. Now, during the Bible days, and during Jesus' days, it was an incurable disease. There are many incurable diseases today. And God still wants us to believe Him that He is able to heal those diseases that are incurable. Amen? There is nothing too hard for God. Just like Jesus said to this man, I am willing, be thy may hold. Jesus is saying to everyone, if you are sick, whether or not the doctor says that that disease is incurable, Jesus is saying that the power of God is available to you to bring healing and deliverance. And he is willing that you may be healed. Amen. Jesus wants to cleanse us to cleanse the lepers. He commanded us to do that. And he suggests his love and his mercy for every one of our needs. Socially, economically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and every need that we may have. He wants us. Uh, um, the, the, the other command that, that the Bible talks about is that Jesus said, raise the dead. Say it with me. Say, raise the dead. Raise the dead. Now, um, uh, um, Benson Idahosa, the, the Benson Idahosa, uh, um, share a testimony that, um, how God used him to raise the dead. He said um, he went to to visit his um, uh, uh, that was his future wife. They were not married at the time, but he went to visit her. He and one of his friends um, they had a Bible studies in the um, uh, um, in the neighborhood and they were encouraging people. And at the time, um, um, he he and this late they were he was not dating her. But he was acting as her big brother because, and, you know, he would share the gospel to people in the community. And the, a lot of people would laugh at him. And, and, you know, but he was trying as much as possible. So he went to visit this this girl and her family. And when he went to visit them, the entire family was there. They, they were crying, and, you know. And so he asked her what was the problem. And she said that her uncle baby had died. She was sick with um, fever, and they tried everything, and um, even they, they went to the medicine man, they went to the witch doctor, they tried all of the different, went to the hospital, and nothing happened, and the baby died. 
And so the baby had died that morning. And so when Benson heard it, he had that righteous indignation. And he said to the father of the child, he said, I believe that Jesus Christ of Nazareth can heal your child if you will allow me. I mean, can raise your child back to life if you will allow me to pray. And the man, also he didn't believe, none of them there believed God at the time. And he said, okay, go ahead. And so Benson and his friend went into the room where the child was. They put everybody outside and they prayed for the child. And after a few minutes, after they prayed, the child sneezed. And the entire community was amazed. And many of them gave their heart to Christ because God raised the child back to life. Um, uh, uh, Randy Clark shared um, a testimony. He said one time he was sharing in um, teaching from Matthew chapter eight, and as um, seven and I mean Matthew chapter nine, I mean ten, verse seven and eight, where the Bible talks about the commission. The same passages that we're using. And he said as he was teaching, he was reading the scripture, and he came to the place where the Bible says where Jesus commanded, raise the dead. And so instead of saying it like the way he, he raised his voice to say, heal the sick, and you know, he, he, he said, raise the dead, but he said it slowly. And then he said, he heard the Spirit of God said to him, you are ashamed of that, aren't you? And he said, yes. He said, God, um, I'm, 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 I'm trying to, to, um, get to the place where I'm confident to see the sick being healed. And you are saying that we should raise the dead. Uh, um, I'm not even confident about the healing of the sick. And I'm not seeing a lot of the people that we're praying for healed. And you are talking about raising the dead. And every time I see this passage, I'm concerned because it's not happening in my life. And then, so he say he heard the spirit of God specifically said to him, "Don't ever bring my word to your experience. Don't ever reduce the effectiveness of my word to your experience. Teach my word, preach my word, and trust me that I will back my word." He said, "Well, he, when he, he got that revelation, he." He decided to teach on raising the dead. Now, he himself at the time had not experienced anybody being raised from the dead. But he had heard of different people who God had used um, that had raised the dead. People who he are uh, partners with, um, Hardy Baker and the ministry. They have seen you know, hundreds of people now you know, being raised from the dead. And so he taught concerning raising the dead because he had in, um, uh, interviewed some of these people who God had used to raise the dead. He, 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 he shared concerning it. And in his teaching, he, he shared concerning how Jesus raised the girl, um, um, Jairus' daughter from the dead, how Jesus raised the young man who from mean, the, the widow from mean, her son from the dead, how Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, and every one of those people that Jesus raised from the dead, if you notice, Jesus commanded them to get up. The, the girl, he said to the girl, little girl, I say unto you, rise. Amen. The, the, the man, the young man 
um, from um, the widow's son, Jesus said, Young man, I said unto you, Rise, Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And so he taught concerning that. He said, um, and some of these other people who I experienced, the idea of raising the dead, they, they also shared that there is, a, there is a greater evidence of power and faith. You have to come to that place in that level of faith to trust God, that God is able to do it, but you have to command, you have to declare, you have to uh, demand on God. And so he shared, he taught it. He said after he went back to that particular town, and he had two testimonies of two separate persons who God used to raise the dead. Now remember, Randy himself, God had not used him to raise the dead, but he taught about raising the dead, and when he went back, two separate persons shared with him concerning how God used them to raise the dead. The first man was a, 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 a man who his son was knocked down right in front of him. The, the son was playing and there was a car row and his son was running on the car row and he ran in front of the car and the car knocked him down and he was pronounced dead. But when this man saw it, he... That was, I, I think that was either his only son or, or, or his youngest son. He got so mad and he jumped on the boy and he refused to allow the paramedics to carry him. And he began to call him and he remembered that Randy Clark said that when Jesus raised the dead, he commanded the people, the dead, to come forth. And so he called his son, he commanded him to his son to come back, and then all of a sudden the son came back to life. Another lady shared, she was a, the grandmother of this young boy, and he fell. Um, and when he fell, he, I think he either broke a portion of his either his neck or something, but he, he died because they, the ambulance came and they put, and, and this, the, the, this woman said she got on him, and she started to Call him. She was in the service also. She decided to call him to come back, and then he nothing was happening. And then she said to him, "Look, young man, I said your grandma said come back yet." <laughs> he came back to life. Amen. So and so God is still raising the dead. We have to believe God. We have to trust God. He said, "Raise the dead." God wants us to trust Him. And to believe that he is able to do it. You see, the Bible, the, the, the Greek word for raise means to awaken. It means to rise from your sleep. It means to 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 uh, 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 to ri uh, rise from uh, arose from from obscurity or inactivity. Amen. And, and the Bible tells us that when Jesus raised the dead, he, he did it trusting that God had power. In fact, when Jesus was at Lazarus' um, grave, Jesus' prayer was that, God, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. Amen. So Jesus was confident that God will hear him when he prayed. And we need to believe God and trust God that God wants us to stand and to believe Him and to act on His promises. Amen. 
God wants us. In, in, in John chapter 14, Jesus said, he said, Most assuredly I said unto you, He who believes in me, the works that I do, ye shall do also. And greater works than these shall ye do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, I will do it. What is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying as believers, the same works that he did, we can do. And greater works we can do because he is, is was going to his Father. Now Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father, the place of authority. Amen. And so the Bible is telling us that we can dare to believe God. We can dare to stand on the promises of God. We can dare to believe that God is faithful. That God will hear us when we pray. That God will honor our word because it is not us. It is the word of God that we are declaring over people, over the sick, over those with terminal diseases, over those who are, are dead. God is saying to us, he has commanded us to preach this gospel, and the power of God, the manifestation of the power of God is to bring men and women to him. When people see the power of God, they turn to God. They believe God, and they turn to God. And they want to experience the grace and the power of God in their lives. Smith workers will share a testimony concerning how he was called um, to pray for a lady who was uh, um, about to die. And when he and his friend went to, to pray for, for this woman, um, as they were praying, she died. I mean, uh, she just gave up. And so his friend began to, to, to whine and said to him, Oh, you, you came to pray and the woman is dead. The woman is dead. And Smith Wigglesworth said there was a great anger or righteous indignation that came into his heart. And he picked up the woman from the bed and carried her across the room and put her on the wall and said to her, In the name of Jesus, I command you to walk. And then he left her. She, she slumbered down. And he lifted up her again, put her on the wall and said, I command you to walk, and then all of a sudden she opened her eyes, sneezed and opened her eyes, and then he asked her what happened, she said I was, he said why did you bring me back I was all the way in heaven I'm in rejoicing, and I heard my name, rise up and walk in Jesus name so why did you bring me back amen, but that's that's what God does God is faithful to raise the dead we can trust him. There is nothing impossible with our God. And I want to challenge you if you are here this morning. I want you to challenge you for you to, 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 to allow God to, to great, uh, build your faith uh, and trust God. Amen. To, to get in the word, get in the, the, the scripture and allow God to build your faith. But then also those of you who are streaming with us, I want you also to, to begin to dare to believe God that God is able to do the impossible in your life. There is no situation that you face that is impossible. God wants to heal you. God wants to save you. God wants you to serve him and God wants to cure whatever terminal disease and use you more particularly 
to bring relief and to bring peace to people. Amen. And I want to trust, uh, I want to encourage you to believe God and trust Him. Amen. Hallelujah. On, on Wednesday we'll teach about uh, um, casting out devils. But I just want to uh, uh, um, um, pray for, for those of you now who are believing God, for God to touch your life and to bring healing and deliverance. We we will be praying for all of us uh, as, as we end this time of prayer and fasting that God will bring miracles, bring miracles upon our lives and, and continue to use us. But I, let me pray for those who, are, who need to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and who need healing right now. And then we'll go into a prayer. Amen. If you are listening to us or streaming with us, we want to encourage you. We want to challenge you. God loves you. Jesus came and died. He paid the ultimate price because of you. Uh, the Bible tells us if you were the only person on earth, Jesus was still going to come and to die for you. And I want to let you know you do, you have an opportunity now to gain heaven and to shun hell. You can repent of your sin and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. There's nothing that is more powerful than the love of God that was extended to us. And if you will ask Jesus to come into your heart, he will cause you to be his own. Church, let's stay. Amen. And I want to pray with you right now, those of you who want to make Jesus the Lord. If you believe in, in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and that he came to die on the cross for you, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Church, let's pray together. Say it with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I confess my sins. Forgive me of all the things that I have done that was not pleasing to you. I want to be your child. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. Amen. Friend, if you just prayed, I prayed, and I want to let you know that you are born again. And I want to encourage you to get in a good Bible-believing church. And if you are in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we want to invite you to come and worship with us. Amen. So that you can grow in your Christian walk. If you are sick in your body, no matter what it is, uh, we want to pray for you. Amen. We want to pray that God by His Spirit will touch your life. I know there are some people, you may not be sick, but you may be experiencing some emotional turmoil. You may be having problems in your, your relationships. God wants to heal every aspect, both physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. God wants to touch your life. And so I want to pray for you right now. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the healing power into the lives of your people. I pray, O oh God, that you will quicken them and strengthen them. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, I command healing to flow into their body. Every sickness and every disease in the body are cursed from the roots in Jesus' name. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be whole in Jesus' name. I command the spine to align. Paralysis, I command it to go. Blindness, I command it to go. 
dumbness. I command it to go. In the name of Jesus, I command MS to be healed. I command diabetes to be healed. I command cancer to be healed. In the name of Jesus, I command arthritis to go. In the name of Jesus, be thou made whole in Jesus' name. Be whole. Rise up and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God flood your life now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We want to encourage you to write us and let us know. You can use the chat on our social media to let us know, to tell us concerning what God has done in your life. Amen. And we want to encourage you to allow God to summon so we can continue to pray and celebrate with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just before we take communion, I want to pray for every one of us. Amen. I want to, to, to believe God and pray that every one of us who are here, who have been praying for the last 21 days. Amen. You know what you have been believing for. You've been praying for the church. You've been praying for your own needs. And there are things in your heart right now that you have, uh, um, that you want God to intervene. And I'll ask the, the representative of Jesus Christ, I want to let you know that God will bring that to pass now. Amen. I'm not believing for tomorrow. I'm believing that God will do it now. I want, I'm believing that God will meet you now at the point of your need. You gave yourself to God and to His work by interceding for the last 21 days. And God wants to bless you now. Amen. So just put your hands on your heart or lift your hands up or just believe God and trust God. Right now, I'm going to release the power of God. And let me let you know what will happen as I begin to pray. God will begin to come upon you. The Spirit of God will rest upon you. You may feel heat in your body. You may feel tingling. You may feel a sensation. You may feel warm. When you feel that, know that the power of God is upon you and that God is resting upon you and God wanting to do that which He wants to do in your life. Amen. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release my faith over your people. Right now, Jesus, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, every need I command to be met. Now, in Jesus' name, every yoke I command to be broken. Now, in Jesus' name. Every bondage, I command it to go now in Jesus' name. Lord, open doors for your people. Provide resources for your people. Break down walls for your people. Lord, those things that seem insurmountable in their lives, I command them to be made a plain in the name of Jesus. Now, O oh God. Now, oh God, now, oh God, now, oh God, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, and I just release the anointing of God upon every one of you in the name of Jesus, the anointing of God, I release it now. You begin to see a manifestation of God's grace and God's power upon your life. Things that were seem, seeming to be impossible or hindering, uh, uh, um, hard, will begin to be made easy before you right now. Uh, 
God is going to open doors and make some things. He's going to open uh, 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 provision into your lives, resources. He will, he's going to do some, some uh, 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 impossible situation. And I want you to, to expect God, expect Him. In fact, I want you to expect God to manifest Himself in your life now. And before this month is over, you will begin to give mighty testimonies concerning what God has already done in your life. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our voices and pray. Amen. Just for come, let's worship Him. Let's celebrate. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we bless you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We give you the glory, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. You are faithful and true. Oh, we worship you. We worship you, God. We worship you. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. So please write or email us at Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309 or admin at com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night, our Bible study at 8 p.m. On Friday at 8 p.m., our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you. God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.